0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
1: It's my little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrokes. <sighs> Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time, and it's a mixed feeling Hammer Time uh, after a after a wonderful victory against Arsenal. The looming prospect of lo- losing one of the one of the great lights of this season is uh, is upon us. Uh, here to discuss uh, these uh, these events are, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Everything all right? Yeah, very good. Uh, also with us, we don't see him enough because he is now a titan of industry. Former Guardian journalist, now powerhouse of business, his company, That's it. Yep. Pickfair, possibly after after Reuters and... Apple, uh, Google... No, I'm thinking of picture agencies. What are the famous picture agencies that... Uh, Getty... Getty, Getty Images. Up. We're yeah, yeah. all evil. All Phil, evil. And apparently. we are the light. Right, Pickfair. Pickfair is what we're talking about. Benji's, uh, Benji's uh, photo licensed photo... Uh, Outlets. Can you do our marketing? This is brilliant. This is just your name. i they photograph I
2: licenses. Let me know. We photograph yes, it's driving license licenses. For uh, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's innovative. Yeah. Oh, images. Sorry. It's Benji
1: with a camera. Oh, camera. I thought they were doing photographs, the but they're yeah, yeah, doing yeah. images. I will um, photograph
3: your driving license. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll it's, come to your
1: house. Yeah, yeah. He's got a loan of over $6 billion for uh, next year. He's going to sell him taking people's passport photos to. Google. Hello, Phil. Hello. It's Brentie Lanyardo. Laniardo. Uh, also joining us, and it's a pleasure to have him back. Almost a, a rarer visitor to stop Hammertime time, because he lives in New York, which Jim is in, in America. Yes, and, I'm, uh, I'm
4: going there quite soon.
1: Are you? Yes. It's interesting that talking of Trump's walls, mm. uh, Wall Street is a street built on the site of the wall that the, the Americans there um, built to repel invaders. Right, and uh, right. Who, in fact, just arrived by sea, because it's, it's coastal. So they went round the wall. They just went round the wall and yeah. now right. a street is on the side of that wall oh, okay. and the street is called Wall Street.
2: Nice. Uh, well, anyway, my name is Cosmo. <laughs> is Cosmo <laughs> Final. and Cosmo, I live in New York and I'm here oh. and I'm just off the train from Manchester. Yeah. Uh, Cosmo is
1: here. Cosmo, uh, former spokesperson and general fixer for the Clash and the Blockheads, and Stiff Records as well. I, as as we've mentioned many many times on many this podcast, times. Stiff's live Stiff's albums, which I bought when it came out. Cosmo's voice is the first thing you hear on it, and and also that Clash um,
2: and the Clash live li- 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 at yeah, yeah, yeah. Shea Stadium. Yes. And Guilty on both charges, Your Honour.
1: Yes. And also, your voice is heard on Red Angel, Dragnet, on Combat Rock, my second favourite Clash album. Well, my first being the first one.
2: As there I think you go. It should be everyone, so,
1: should be everyone's favourite.
2: So, the, so the man has pedigree.
1: Yeah, yes, that's right. You or me?
2: <laughs> Good question. <laughs> Not you, yeah. Phil. Come on. Yeah. Pedigree champ. <laughs> so, uh,
1: at the weekend, we played, uh, we played Arsenal and mm. had a very satisfactory result. We'll talk about that and then we'll talk about the transfer window which is open and through which it seems Marko Elnatovic will climb, which mm. is a shame. Uh, Other prospects coming in. We will talk about those, and then we'll talk about upcoming games. Uh, We're going. We're going going to Bournemouth. Bournemouth. We can have a lovely day out at the seaside. We are going to have a day out. I'm hoping
2: to. uh, I'm hoping to go too, but but I don't know. I don't know for sure that I can. But if I can, I'm going to see if I can get a ticket somehow.
1: Lovely, lovely time at the seaside with us.
2: Yeah, Uh, that would be nice. I do like to be beside the seaside what could be better a, than
1: there's, that there's a song in that there is a song mm. in that yeah. mm. so um, Benji you were there we were all there yes. the, uh, yep. um, definitely for the Arsenal yes. game of the weekend good game and a satisfactory result uh, what do we, we, we make of it fam what did you, what did you <laughs> well think blood um,
4: <laughs> fam
1: fam what did you make of it what did I
4: make of it I thought we were superb actually mm. that was one of the performances of the season in many ways um, given the opposition and and the context of the thing, and we were I thought excellent first half. Uh, Nasri was just just doing simple but brilliant things, yeah, uh, bringing people and linking play. It was that he's perfect in that number ten role behind you know your Ryan and your Andersons and, and so on. Um, and I what was really impressive about the second half when they you know having got the goal and got the lead. We game management. We really controlled that game. We controlled midfield. It was really good to see us controlling midfield. Declan Rice. I think it was his. uh, I mean, not just the goal. I think he was just outstanding. Yeah, all around play was great. That boy.
2: That boy is really potentially going to be something very special.
3: Yeah, he's mustard isn't he? And uh, what's happened with this game is this is the game where everyone else has realised what Declan Rice can be. Um, we, you know, we've been talking about Declan Rice all season. Um, obviously, we have. We've been watching very closely and being incredibly encouraged by his progress. Yeah, it, was a, it
4: was a breakthrough game for him it, in it, terms It was. Of media it was he scored
3: it, the yeah. winning goal. It yeah. was a London derby. It was number two on Match of the Day. It happened to be his birthday
2: the next day. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, he's what? He's like 20, 20 years old and four days or something. Yeah, my yeah, my yeah.
3: only slight concern is, he, is it, it's a real explosion. I was looking at West Ham's Twitter feed um, over the last three, four days, And I think 80% of the tweets have got something to do with Declan. Um, I was on on the way here listening to Five Live. One of their intros was a commentary to Declan Rice's goal. Like, he's suddenly gone from being slightly under the radar to being very much almost over the radar. Um, But uh, it was was a real breakthrough performance. Somewhere over the radar. Yeah, yeah there
4: you go. Yeah. <laughs> um and uh, you know the joy of the goal celebration and and some of the images that have
1: come out yeah, from yeah. that uh, you, you, you know, um... Well they play as a team they play for each other and you know part of part of what was good about that performance in the first half was it was a very good team performance yeah. you know what's great about Nasri is he's he's on the wavelength of people like Anderson and Arnautovic straight away so there was incredibly intricate arsenal like build up to absolutely. what ended up not being a goal. But uh you know, we we were playing them at their game and matching them sort of toe for toe. Oh, absolutely. It, and it was the the
3: Declan Rice performance and the celebration and that kind of unbridled, unfiltered joy that, that you saw from him after his goal and at the final whistle my God, we needed that in the game where it became clear that Marco Anatovic is probably off because that you know they they are they are the counterpoint to each other. For, you know they're at different stages of their career. One is showing, you know, I believe, quite a lot of greed and avarice and wanting to you know, go off when he's at the peak of his powers to China to make loads of money. The other guy is a, is a 19-slash-20-year-old kid who is having the time of his life, and you can see it. And I think it was actually so important for the fans and for the club to have that moment and have that Declan Rice coming-of-age moment just as you know, another one of our favourites is about to go under you know, difficult circumstances. Yeah.
4: I, I think um, I'd like to put in a, put in a, a mention of Diop who I thought was just a titan in that game. He was really, really classy, I thought. Well, I'm
2: I'm actually Um, obviously watching this from afar, being in New York most of the time, and and still didn't manage to get to the Olympic because I had to go to Manchester. But um, nothing you were saying was disputed on match of the day, which was nice. Do Mm. you know what I mean? There were no Mm -hmm. digs at West Ham whatsoever. It was like, clearly, you know, West Ham won. They deserved to do so. They played very well. And you know that's you know so that was that was really really nice to see. But Diop, I've been admiring since he's come. I know he's had a few moments, but to me, he's looking like he really you know a good, a, a very good player. He's got all
4: the attributes, hasn't he? And he's and he, he just he just he just read the game well. The way they the way they I mean, Aubameyang and and, and like I said, had some had some you know. Fabian's Premier League top scorer, Lacazette's a really classy player. They're going to they're create chances. For sure. But Fabian's didn't have any kind of really you know, difficult saves to make, did he? Uh, I thought we kept them pretty quiet. Yeah, it's
1: interesting because there's a vogue for playing three at the back, obviously, at the moment. And uh, Pellegrini's playing two at the back. Slightly flies in the face of that. And you're wondering whether that's going to unravel. But in fact, uh, Arsenal's three versus our two our two look better than their three, which means that we can, you know, divest ourselves of a defensive player and move it into attack.
3: Well, and if you've got Declan Rice sitting in front, you know, Mm. he he is becoming exceptional at the two things a defensive midfielder needs to be exceptional at. Breaking up play and passing it to someone better than you. Uh, And and you look at, you know, the best players in that position in the world over the last five years have been N'Golo Kante and Fernandinho now, you know. That's what they do. Kante's in a different role now, but you break up play and you pass it onwards to someone more creative. If you do that over and over again consistently, you're going to be exceptional in that role. And he already is. There was a really good bit of social media from from, um, uh, West Ham. They did a post talking about Declan Rice's dad and what he texts him before every single game. And it's remarkably simple. His 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 dad texts him saying, win your first header, win your first tackle. Same thing, always has yeah, done throughout yeah. his yeah. career. Yeah. And actually, that role can be as simple as that, but you need also the positional sense, which he also has, he knows where to be.
4: His anticipation is great, he's calm.
2: Well, he's calm, that's the other thing, yeah. he's calm. He's fairly, yeah. he seems like fairly solid, do you know, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, He's not freaked he's out, he's yeah. a big lad, and yeah. he's, feeling, he's feeling like he's up for the job.
1: Yeah. Like Maguire at Leicester, he's a sort of, he's a kind of big, fit, young lad, you know, he's, he's, um, he's got... He's got a good engine, he can run all game, it's great. Um, do you know, Diop and uh, Ogbonna were very good at also cut, sort of seeing things early and cutting things out on the halfway line, which Winston Reid was very good at. You know, we've yeah. had defences that... You know, our, our central defenders just stay on the edge of our penalty area and don't sort of, when the opportunity arises, make that kind of few yards to just stop something happening yeah. right on the halfway line. They were very good. It was, it was you know, the high line, in a way. That's part of the high line, isn't it? It is defenders, central defenders coming out almost And the it was so
4: line. impressive the way we kept that.
1: How many West
4: Ham teams in the past would you see drop back and drop deeper and drop deeper, and then, you know, then they'll pass it through you, won't they, on the edge on the edge of the box? Time and again, you know, we, we, they got the ball in the net right near the end. It was offside, offside and yeah. kept a really good line.
3: The difference with Diop as well, compared to someone like Winston Reid, Winston Reid, a fantastic you know, tackle winner and ball winner. His distribution has always been pretty questionable. Yeah. The modern defender actually needs to do a little bit more than that. And Diop has got that in his locker. He can, yeah. he can bring it forward and, and, you know, break out of defence and, and, and find the midfield. He also, when he, when he wins a clearance or wins a header, he's actually looking for someone at the same time
4: rather yeah. than just pumping it but out wherever. You, well, would you agree that our, as a team our passing has got better so absolutely which
2: which it had to had to happen yes, yeah, do yeah. you know what I mean because I I've been on this very show before in the past and said like it's like we can't pass the ball sometimes. Absolutely. It's like yeah. very shoddy, yeah. not yeah. even, yeah. not acceptable. I don't and know whether, and, and yeah. now it seems like we always at least pass the ball as well as other teams. Yeah. And now maybe we can even push on. And Absolutely.
1: I think the, the you know, God knows which season it was, maybe the Billich games, the first 11 games of last season, I think I said on this podcast, a team talk from an opposition manager could essentially literally be... Just let them have the ball. They'll just give it away on their own at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we yeah. would. There'll be three or four passes and then just a mishit pass. Yeah. We, they could literally leave us alone and we would give them the ball. At and some
4: of, some of the passing in tight areas is so impressive, isn't it? There was an early, early, fairly early in the game, there was there was a little bit of interplay that left Noble actually, should have done a way, way better. Cause he had loads of space to oh, yeah, set yeah. himself and shoot and he kind of passed it to the keeper. But... The the play that had led up to that was absolutely superb. To and this
3: really evening. is, I I believe, Pellegrini's you know, footprint starting to show. So, you know, Pe- Pellegrini at Man City was given a load of world beaters <laughs> and won the league with them. You know, I think actually it's more instructive to, to look at his Villarreal teams. He built a team around Juan mm. Román Ra- Riquelme. There, took them yeah. to, the, to, you know, in, the semi-finals of the Champions League. His Malaga team, were the incredible. Malaga
2: team, definitely because mm-hmm. that was really like a nothing situation for him, and he really he got them rocking. And, and uh, him, their profile, Mal- Malaga and Villarreal are not
3: that dissimilar to a team like West Ham. So, so I, I think that we're starting to see the maturity of his tactics really permeating the team now. And, and mm. it, was, it was a pretty complete performance, he, Well, play- I met a young
2: lady Sorry. today who actually um, was a pho- photographer. And she was... Her uh, name is Sharon. And she was nine years photographer for City up there in Manchester. Oh, right. And she was telling me what a nice man Pellegrini is. You know, yes, he does seem like a nice He's man. a really nice guy. He doesn't like having his photo taken, but... He puts up with it, but you're saying he's a really nice guy, you know. There's a wisdom about him, isn't there? You you you, you get a sense of. Um
3: He's got this covered. He's got it. Mm. It feels like he he there is that like when we lost our first four games, there was no kind of not even a hint of panic in him. You know, he's
2: he's seen a lot. He's done a lot. Well, he's got that vibe to me about him that he's been there and even coming back to the Arnie thing. Mm. To me, I'm reading like, look, we're going to lose big players. We're a club. We're going to move forward. And I've been there before. You know and Let's just move. Let's just get on with it. I trust him. Put it that way. I trust completely. him completely.
1: Yeah. Another thing that was interesting was that uh, you know when 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 things are going well for you, sort of luck goes your way. And what we were doing constantly throughout the game on Saturday was winning second and third balls. There was a kind of um, there was a lumped clearance out of defence late on, That's right. and. Two headers, I think, and, but we won both headers and it ended up at the feet of one of our players. Yeah. You know, under, under Allardyce, when your tactics are predicated on sort of putting a long ball on the top of Andy Carroll, <laughs> but quite often Diafra Sakho, or Enna Valencia, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, you're basically, that 50-50... Ends up being another fifty-fifty, doesn't it? And yeah. and what we, we quite often do was lose that ball. Because, I mean, it was yeah. In that sense,
4: it was a terrific team performance. And what I thought was also striking is a lot as made of Emery and his fitness regimes. It's like you know he's one of these modern managers that, that you know, really works with fitness, the Bielsa type type manager. But actually, we matched them for we look, we looked as fit as them, didn't we? We, we had we, we were full of running. I thought in, uh, the, in that um, game.
1: One thing that sort of probably joins uh, this with what we're going to talk about next was that. Um, you know, obviously, sort of social media since the since talk of uh, Arnautovic leaving has, has, has arisen, uh, there's been a bit of a kind of revisionism. In uh, that, I've seen posts that said, well, you could tell on Saturday he was just walking around the beach. He didn't care, he didn't give a toss. And you no, he was a good, no, he was yeah, a very good performance. Yeah. In fact, the, you know, he and Nasri went off around the 70th minute, and I sort of checked the BBC's website very briefly just before that, and we had more possession we ceded possession when those two went off because they help you keep the ball you know so it ended up 60 40 in arsenal's favor but up until that time we had more possession because yeah. we had people that will help I mean, you keep yeah, the ball yeah you
4: mustn't be revisionist. I mean in the end you, you know if he if he's going to go and chase the money he's going to go and, and and chase the money you there's no point trying to keep hold of him but in just that, just that game to try to pretend yeah. that he wasn't the key to us staying up last season out of out of chaos mm-hmm you know, is, oh, is, is yeah. revisionist nonsense. And, and to say he's not a, an absolutely
3: you know, totemic player for well, us... Well, three is, goals is, in two games,
1: is, including is, the two that pulled the Brighton game back. Yeah. So, so,
3: also know. really satisfying to see uh, both Antonio and Cresswell looking like the players they oh, were a few years ago. I was the to say that, The return of Antonio is something that I'm absolutely loving... Um, because he's not at his peak where he was maybe a couple of years ago but he's, he seems like he's coming back a little bit yes he is permanently shoved all over the place um, and I think his ceiling isn't that high as a player but that kind of gut busting run that he did in the yeah. first five minutes oh, ago, yeah. knocked it past Kalasinac yeah. and beat him for pace we haven't seen that for a little while
4: and that, that puts such a marker down doesn't it As I for a it. defensive player he's such think, a
3: likeable oh, player <laughs> I he's I such could, a likeable be, player you know. the
1: shot at the end of that run and also the uh, yeah. the the training ground corner <laughs> <laughs> ended up in him blazing it above yeah. almost the stand. He's not He's not an Anderson. He's no. not an
3: Arnautovic. He's not a Nasri. We know no. that. But what he did when he was at his best was absolutely He
2: can be a handful, though. Oh, it can,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolute handful. He can pass. be
2: a handful. Not even a bit yeah. of a handful. A massive handful. Yeah, he's
4: pace and power, isn't it? Yes. So know
2: what, it looks and like power. he's re-interested in yeah. some way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I think, you know, oh, he's playing he... for a top manager. Yeah. And uh, it's all it's all bullshit, isn't it? If he's not performing yeah, yeah. well for somebody like Pellegrini, yeah. and I think yeah. that he's is man management down. as well.
1: You know, I think I think Absolutely. Pellegrini, you know, in pre season met these players, saw what they were about. Uh, when you know, I like this guy, uh, and has you know given him game time. He's left him out for games, but exactly. he's brought him on for twenty minutes and stuff like that. And you know, uh, as I think we said last week on the podcast, Antonio said himself that it was only after um, his good performance in our. Uh, nil four pasting by Manchester City that he felt he'd sort of played well, and then I think it was you know within one or two games of that he scored a goal and he said, "Yeah, I'm feeling after because he's had operations on it, yeah, you know, yeah, his, yeah. both his legs, I think. Yeah. So he's but he's looking going leaner, isn't he? Yes. he yeah. definitely. Yeah, he's but he, hole uh, hole. he gave the he gave the ball away quite catastrophically. near oh, the end a couple of, the of times. Game. And I turned to Jim and away. said, "Sometimes yeah. I don't think he actually knows the rules, <laughs> 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 actually what the rules of the game the are. The thing <laughs> is, he's such a maverick. Again, to Pellegrini's
3: credit." Other managers would, a bit, would have binned him. Other managers would have, would have binned Snodgrass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but Pellegrini's looked at both of them and said, no, they've got roles to play in this squad, yeah. and actually yeah. in this first it's 11 ro- potentially. Yes, yeah. yeah,
1: rotating them in and out. You know, yeah. when Yarmolenko... Um, Sort of made, took his bow up at Everton and did very well. Scored two goals, I think. He would have been sort of ever present, but I think it was like, no, well, we know he's there now. Snodgrass, Antonio, and him are vying for that same sort of spot. Snodgrass has and been quite Deangana. a surprise for me because
2: yeah. I had actually written him off. I've got same. Yeah. I think we all have. I've yeah, got yeah. to say that I thought like, yeah, you know, what what have we got here? Mm. Yeah, we've been sold a bill of yeah, yeah. goods, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but no. I was wrong. He's great, and uh, yeah, he can terrific. He can work. He's a fan's favourite now, and I think he's, he,
3: he's isolated. Well, he's worked out very quickly that what West Ham fans like is for you to really put in a shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he does now. He's lost about half a stone. Apparently, he's a lot fitter. He 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 runs a lot. It's it's a shame that I think the arrival of Nasri will probably limit his game time a little bit now because he doesn't. He hasn't really done no. anything wrong. But we have a squad. Yeah, It's yeah, not like, oh, yeah. you know, yeah.
2: that's the other thing that I think has really changed for West Ham now, is that it's not going to be three players are clattered and they're going to have to send kids out. Do no, you know what I mean? no, no, We have, maybe, you know, not the depth of squad that, that champions, you know, yeah. no. have, but yeah, yeah. for West Ham, I think this, we have some pretty decent... Well, Deanne
1: Garner hasn't done much wrong and he's, you know, finding it difficult to get inside now, and but he will be given opportunities. Well, how often see? do you play Arsenal and you think, well, how many of... Have... Let's go
4: through the team. How many of our players would you would you swap for theirs? And you know you think, well, Xhaka is a bang average in the yeah, You'd have Rice in that position every every day of the week. Anderson, Anderson would get in their side, wouldn't he?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Diop, to be honest, yeah, would
4: better easy, than any of their defenders. Get on their side, you know. So uh, I think Fabianzio's a better goalkeeper than that, agreed that you know, than, than, than Leno. Leno. Yeah, um, you know, and you're looking all around. You're saying actually. <laughs>
3: We have quietly to Cosmo's point, turned up to with Cosmo's a decent point, team. In. You know, it's not that long ago we're, we're playing Danny Potts at left back at Old Trafford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the squad is so light that you're yeah. drafting in a rookie for his I, debut. I was, away. I was expecting yeah. to
2: see Jim and Phil a couple of games. Yeah, that <laughs> that would be now. truly tragic. To up. <laughs> yeah.
4: uh, but uh, just a quick, quick, just a word for Cresswell because we are really starting to see the old Cresswell back. I think.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. No, he I was think good. It's, you know, I think he's always maintained a standard when he was part of the back three. Oh, he did Moyes, really well. He was really didn't he? Yeah. good, yeah. I think. Because he, he, really he, well. he can play. Uh, we're going to talk about player acquisition in a minute, but uh, after these messages. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks. Welcome
4: back. Press what we were talking about? Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's, I mean, because at the start, early part of the season, there was a slight sense that Pellegrini favoured Masuaku mm. in that position. That's the, one of the few is, mistakes you've said, is, has made, is, I think. yeah, but I think he's worked it out, hasn't he? And but, he's but also I think at
2: the time, there was a feeling that at least Masuaku at that point in time had something extra going forward, 100%. and there, and there yeah. was yeah. some debate yeah. as to like. Would, uh, so so Masuaka isn't as good as Cresswell, but how good is Cresswell anyway? Yeah. So but I think now we're back. I think, fine. I, you know? I, I think it's,
3: for me, it's really clear. If you're Playing a four, it's got to be Cresswell. If you're playing 3 5 2, Masawaki, fine mm. because yeah. you need that. They're like, he is better going forward than Cresswell. In a four, it
4: has to be well, he's like better Cresswell. running, t- he's better carrying the ball. But I think Cresswell's delivery is good, Agreed. he's
1: a good crosser of the ball. I'm
3: so. not sure how relevant delivery is, though, in the way we play now. We, we don't, we don't, we're not a team really, you know, that crosses the ball into the box looking for a big man.
1: No, no. Uh, we were talking about uh, the Brighton game on last week's podcast, and oddly we set out four four two and sort of played with a bit of width, but it, but it was crying out for everything to just go up the middle. And and yeah. that's what we did when we uh, started to get into the game and bought the two goals back. We started to just play it out the middle. So so we didn't really, we don't need that sort of flying winger, but for overlaps and that kind of stuff, yeah. it doesn't seem to be quite in um, Masawaku's wheelhouse, as people are saying and, and now. And
2: Kressel, I think, also has a better dead ball.
1: Yeah, yeah yes, yes, he does. yeah Yeah. Yes, it's bewildering how many players we have and have had who have very, very little dead ball score. (laughs) Anderson doesn't seem to be able to take a corner. In fact, you know the the rice uh, the rice goal comes out of a kind of failed corner does, yeah. that has a kind of natural retake yeah. in it because it comes back yeah. out to Anderson um, to so, have another goal. Well, I, think,
2: I think when we were trying to, to figure out what passing was and whether yeah. or not we could do yeah, yeah. it, we never got to the dead ball. That's bit. right. Well, that's yeah, what jim would say. I think I think you know now we can pass. Yeah. We yeah. can do other things yeah, too. Yeah. But
4: actually, the way Anderson kept that ball alive, actually, the way he shaped his body to
1: cut it to cut it back. Yeah, that legend was the
4: good. Was, yeah. really, was really really good.
1: And, and Nasri's, Nasri's vision and the very of that gentle ball, touch yeah. of about eighteen inches Lovely. on yeah, front of Rice's yeah, foot. Sweet. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah.
3: exactly.
1: Yeah. He is Nasri is looking uh, d- during his latter stages at Manchester United when he had that kind of City. dye job. Uh, sorry, yeah, City when he had that dye job when he dyed his hair blonde. He looked like a tub of lard at that point. Now he's looking pretty trim. You know, and he spoke like,
3: really well after the game. I've got to admit, i when he arrived, I was like, "Oh, it's another Patrice Evra. It's a guy come. Mm, you know, mm. he, he's he's way past it. He's actually got something to prove now." Yeah, I, I think, I think yes, you know, yeah, yeah, Because you, you know, you know the story behind his doping ban, like one of Saline. the line. But do you know why he got caught? No. Because he put it on Instagram, right? I mean, or, or or like he posed for pictures on Instagram. Like, what a plonker! And so he, he take he has to spend eighteen months out of the game for being a plonker. Yeah. And now he's back, actually, luckily, I think, at the top table in the Premier League. He's only 31. Yeah. I think we can get a year or a couple of years. And, and he's ours now, right? Am I right in thinking that? He's not on loan. We, we've, no, no, signed, yeah, we've signed him signed for signed six months. Him, yeah. Could it's be an incredibly savvy signing. Well, for oh, the second half of this season, because really and we should, it's
1: now time to come to this. It seems yeah. that Arnautovic no, no. is going to leave. So that's... Um, you know, it's a shame, isn't it? It's like it does feel a little bit like you know, one step forward, one step back. He's, it's, we're, we're, he's we really got history, are. We really name. are motoring. It feels like we're kind of, you know, there have been times where we've accrued enough points to stay in the division under kind of Allardyce, Kerbishly, and arguably the the Billich the very good billet season because yeah. actually we slightly. You know, went missing a bit in the second half of that season. So we sleepwalk our way through the second half of the season. This time, we got off to a bad start, finished the 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 first half of the season having kind of cancelled out those four games defeat. And now we're like solidly, a, you know, mid-table team, but a mid-table team that's getting better. On the up getting better well I've got the feeling that
2: Pellegrini fancies Europa yeah yeah he fancies it it's not like an obligation or a booby price I think he's like let's get these boys playing some and we got the squad for it now
4: yeah yeah and I think he's up for that I had assumed that all this stuff you know the brother agent coming out and the, the office from China and the news and all that was all the kind of first sort of shots in the kind of sort of phony war of preparing either for a give me a much much bigger bigger contract or going in the going in the summer um, but it does look as though actually he is genuinely going to going to take the Chinese buck
3: it? it's a shame Sorry. isn't it in my slightly more hopeful moments I wonder if it still is you know and actually that kind of waving goodbye to the crowd is, is, is really making it clear to the board that you're going to have to give me a pay rise if, if you don't want yeah. to stay yeah um, but, yeah, I, I, Mikel Antonio's comments at the weekend at the to 5 Live, a yeah. bit, 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 uh, bit misguided, I think. I, mm. I'm sure the board weren't happy with that. Essentially saying that everyone knows Marco wants to go. And yeah. if the dressing room will know that, then I, I think it sounds you like it's going to happen. You can't keep a
2: player that wants to go. No, if, no. He really, if he wants that money... Or, if his brother has convinced him that he yeah, needs yeah. that money, I'm sure his brother needs the money. Yeah, I'm sure. yeah. yeah.
4: So, so then the acid test, the, the real crunch here is immediate reinvestment, whether or not, because you know the mistake that we've made going back so many years is to sell key players and not reinvest the money either at all
1: or wisely. Um, Very I think the key th- thing. Just, to, just to roll it back though, Jim. I mean, I, I sort of wonder what he does want, what Arnautovic does want, because at this point, you know, he's what is he, 30, 29, 29, uh, 29 yeah. He, you know, he hasn't got long to go. And I think the two things you could um, possibly aspire to doing that you're not doing at your current sort of mid table Premier League club are play for a Champions League team or go. Where money lives, so you know to to the Do, Far East. Or... Does
2: one wonder if the the success of Shakiri is kind of giving him a bit of a dig? Do you know what I mean? That's what I've been thinking. Yeah, it's like I mean... you know Shakiri. They were kind of I'm not salt and pepper. I'm not trying to place one above the other because no. I'd never thought of one above the other when no. they were together. I thought, well, there's a pair, and yeah. I was actually hoping you know maybe we could get Shakiri too. And um, but now Shakiri is. Is ch- clearly chasing the title, yeah, and and, yeah. and has a shot that may be getting it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm wondering if Arnie's feeling a little bit like, you know, hang yeah. on a minute, what do you, I mean? I'm I'm meant to be, but I Cosmo, mean, if
3: he's going, if he, if he was going to a top six side, like I, I wouldn't mind if he went to Chelsea. I got I, like because I think he, he he's Chelsea's exactly. He, he's exactly what Chelsea need.
2: I'll be honest, I don't know that all the top six would have a spot for him. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he's a walk in. To some of those teams. I think, teams. T- oh, I d- I, I think yeah. he's a great player, don't uh, get yeah. me wrong, but I just don't know whether they would be like, all right, well, we.
4: I feel actually what you know, watching when Man-, when Man United came to us last season and uh, uh, it was a, was a goldish straw, wasn't it? And Mourinho came and bizarrely sort of kind of parked the bus uh, against West Ham and they had um, Sanchez sort of just going round and round and round in circles. It was pretty clear that, in a sense, you know, probably signed the wrong one, you know, but in a hmm. way. On style star would have really, really suited them. Kind of direct, and you know, yeah, um, I think he's he... probably the most sort of. In some ways, he's probably the most sort of kind of he's he's a kind of unique player in a way. There's is, that's why it's going to be so hard to he's, yeah. the, he's he is the sort of he's not he's not in the same class, but he's a Cantona style of player can just you know do yes. things out of nothing. Again, um, you know, on social media, know. the
1: sort of revisionism is extraordinary. People are kind of going, you know, because people are now hate him, uh, they're kind of going he was a bang average footballer, which he wasn't. No, I think no, he's one of the most no, extraordinary no. Sort he's, of footballers He's one of the I've best players we've ever had. Yes, he is. He's, he's, you know, his skill set is, is quite extraordinary. And I, I mean, I actually think that, um, you know, uh, Wenger's Arsenal, if he'd been at the top of Wenger's arsenal they would have done a lot better and Wenger would have probably kept his job he's
3: a, he's a brilliant player because he's so technically proficient whilst also having huge nuisance factor he is an absolute handful if you're a centre-back and you've yeah, had 90 a minutes to to against Arnautovic yes. yeah. you
1: know about it and Guile you know and I mean, he's got,
3: he's, he really has got the lot and in this modern Premier League era he's almost the perfect striker do you know who he reminds me most of? Diego Costa he's that kind of player who is just horrible but this kind of bring, I think brings us all the way back round his footballing style and his character is sort of that of the villain. You know, he's a bastard. And I think, as a player, I adore him. You always got the sense, as an individual, he's a bit of a wrong and a bit a bit of a bastard. And sadly, I think that is now rearing its head a little bit. Because I, I personally do think if he's just going to China for the money, of course I understand it rationally. I still think... It's, a, it's, a, it's the wrong decision for him. Because mm. he, if he goes out to China and spends two years there on 300 grand a week, fine. He's going to make a lot of money. But it's not as if they're going to be talking about him in Beijing for years to come as a footballing legend. No.
2: If he stayed at West Ham for the next two, three no, years... The no, money, the money is it. Do I I mean, see, if he goes to China for the money, it. it's, it's the end. Um, well, yeah. we shouldn't oh, yeah. say that because Pellegrini's back from China. But generally perceived as the end yes. of yeah. the yeah, end yeah, of it's one's it's career. Day, day Take day the money and yeah. run. And why do that yeah. when you're at the peak
3: of your powers? No. Like, when, when, when Oscar went over there, he was on the wane a little bit. When other players have gone over there, they're kind of coasting or on their way down. He's still got a couple of years because on his he way up.
1: Because he doesn't play for, for France, Italy, Spain, Germany holland or england he plays for austria which is a team he's doubtless walked into ever since he reached kind of adult footballhood that's not you know sort of trying to force his way back into the national team is not something he kind of needs to do so it really is sort of you know higher up in a domestic league or which means which means championship sorry champions league um or money, isn't it? And I think he's at that age, where, whereas Cosmo, you say, it's either one or the other, really. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which makes yeah. me which makes me sort of think he could go to China in, like, a couple of years. Exactly. Absolutely. Do, you know, that's that's what now. one yeah, would you imagine. Know.
2: When I first heard the story, yeah. the first thing I said was, he's too young.
1: Yeah. yeah. That was
2: my first reaction. He's not going to China. He's too young.
1: Yeah,
4: absolutely. Um, when these sort of stories emerge, there are always rumours, aren't there, of, um, you know, subtext of, of things going on behind the scenes, of kind of, you know... Um, extramarital affairs, or gambling debts, mm. or whatever. Mm. There are a few of those sorts of stories knocking around, but I do think that they just always come Go on, Jim. I haven't heard them. You well, they, say they, with well big they, caveats. Well, they, well, well, they are. They are knocking around. That particularly the, 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 the latter of those, the gambling debts. Yeah, but I mean, allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, it's all alleged. I mean, yeah. I, and I, well, I just think it always surfaces. It's always a kind of you know. Everybody assumes there's some kind of. Uh, people like a conspiracy theory, don't they? Like they're not to be smoked without fire, but. In the end, you know, I think the, the I imagine that the relationship with the brother and having your brother as an agent and he does he isn't an agent for anybody else, is he? Well, there lies kind of, of, for me, there a lies complex, the whole story. a complex yeah. situation. You know, for me,
2: there lies, I don't think yeah. it's complex. His brother makes his money, yeah. off, off, of, off of, yeah, well, this, him. Is, this
3: yeah. is one of the truisms of football is the more moves you make, the more money is generated for the people around you and for yourself. Like, recently, um listening to an amazing podcast about the history, the, the career of Christian Vieri. Do you remember the Italian striker? Mm. He, he moved every year. Every, for, for, you know, he stayed at a club for maybe four or five years once. But other than that, he moved every single year. Because we every single kids. time you get a bit more money, you get a signing on fee, and your agent gets a wedge as well. Mm. So that's a big When motivation. we were
2: kids, wasn't it Tony Hately was a player that was always on the move? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like forever. Yeah. He's like, new club yeah. every season. Yeah. But of course, and you know... Um, Any kind of agent, whatever line of work you're in, wants you to to, to work to make... It's a commission business. Well, also, it says, you know, I mean
1: sometimes the uh, kind of because you know Anelka's brother was his agent as well and there's a a weird shorthand that that's kind of sinister and mafia like and you're going no he's trying to make money for his family so his brother is his agent he has given his brother a job you know know, making money for your family if one of your family basically wins the lottery by having brilliant footballing legs yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they become a kind of you know yeah. the sort of breadwinner for you by their parents' houses. And, and I, I don't like that, know, you know
4: the full, but I don't know the background. of I've not researched the background of his family, but clearly they are you know, Hazy's family came out of Serbia, presumably mm. out of the, the the kind of upheaval and mayhem from the the breakup of Yugoslavia and the war. So there's a sort of sense in which, if you're you know, if you have that background, if you have that sense of insecurity and where you've come from, you know. Why shouldn't you maximize the opportunity? And of being also, able to what's make the money? tax I mean, I situation in know.
2: China? Seriously. Oh, yeah. well, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, we're not only tax. talking about the money, but we're talking about mm. maybe yeah. how much of it you hang on to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: fair enough. And it's the same with Turkey at the moment. Turkey barely taxes their footballers. But I, I, just, just to push back at that, Jim, I, I, I do completely understand that. Um, and, and it makes sense, but you got to think like you know. Always in life, you're trying to optimize for happiness, right? And 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 what what I would say, you know, if I could sit down with Marko Analsvich right now, I'd say, listen, yes, you are going to make more money from China, um, but but it's not as if he's going from poverty to riches. He's no. going from 100 grand a week to 300 grand a week, and also like. Marco, when you retire and you look back on your career, and, and yes, you'll be very well off and your family's very well off. And by the way, they'd still be very well off if you just stayed at West Ham or went to Chelsea or whatever. You want to look back and say, There is a corner of this world where I am loved. Same with Dimitri Payet. And actually, mm. to some extent, that's, a, you know, it's maybe erroneous because he went back to Marseille where he is loved. But with Marco, it's like, if you stay at West Ham for another couple of years and you play like you're playing right now, you will be a bit of a club legend. Yeah. And surely there is. Surely there is something in that which is going to make you happier. Than depends on your psyche. I hate to say it.
2: Depends where yeah. we're now yeah. trying yeah. to imagine. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe it's like maybe he suffers from clinical depression or something. Maybe he's not impressed. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, money. certain yeah.
1: players, you know, do get the the, the kind of the, the relationship that they have with fans. You know, Tevez, obviously, and uh, you know, coming back and doing the crossed hammers. It's like, Wonderful. you know, yeah. it was an, absolutely yeah. he gets it. When he scored his first goal, the free kick against Spurs, he died into the crowd you know yeah. De Canio completely gets the theatre of football and the you know DeCanio Canio was a big character in every game whether or not he scored yeah, yeah, a yeah. goal whether he you know I remember you know like with Stuart Pearce breaking his leg twice in one season and like Pierce kind of going off on a stretcher and Decanio Canio holding his hand and kind of, you know, sort of talking into his eyes. kind of, yeah, yeah, going, you know, you'll be all right, you'll come back from this, you'll come back from then, and all that sort of stuff. You know, he was complete, he lived every minute well, of the game. maybe like it. Like, doesn't give a shit. Yeah, well,
4: yeah. And, yeah and, but and and the, odd, just, the odd thing is that the impression you get from him is that he does get all yeah, that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the, strain, that's no, the strain strange...
2: Well, yeah. People react in different ways yeah. and they he's have different... Guy. I mean,
4: yeah. The one thing I would disagree with you about is if, if he's going to go and he's going to go for big money, I'm happy for him to go to China. I don't want to see him playing against us for Chelsea or Arsenal. I really don't want him to go Oh, to listen, go I don't want, as a West Ham no, fan, you, I don't want that either.
3: Know. It would just make me able to accept it a bit more. It's wow. just... It make, for me, it's double the tragedy. We're losing a player and Mark <laughs> is is committing professional suicide. Well, I
2: predict we end a season even without an outfit. At least one place higher than we are now. That is my prediction. Excellent, excellent, well, Uncle Jeff. I co- am confident. Un- at least one place, empedig- higher, than yeah, yeah. One place yeah. higher than we are today. Right. Uh, Uncle Jeff
3: coefficient update. We're currently on plus nine. Oh, from, very from good. Last good. Year. Yes. So yes. we are, good. we are
2: statistically
3: having a better season than last season. It's very encouraging. Very good, it? So
1: it seems like Marco might go, and obviously, and also we are, Obiang. Yes, and also Obiang. We are, and possibly Hernandez as yeah. well. There's yeah. a, there's a yeah. Late, yeah. Marco late goes. We've got to keep Hernandez. We've got to. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what do we think? Um, might happen this transfer window but there's there's basic there's basically several sort of names are being banded about apparently there's a rumour that we have uh, ten possible names as replacement strikers for if Marco Arnautovic goes at the top of the list it would seem is Callum Wilson mm. uh, who has already attracted interest from Chelsea, and so Bournemouth have uh, f- uh, banged a seventy-five million wow, pound price. Well, that's right on on
2: not ours then, is it? very sensible. Look,
4: I, I, I was, I've been, I've been saying, you know, privately to you at least, anyway, that Callum mm-hmm. Wilson's the I- would be the ideal striker. Strike, yeah, I think Why? he'd be great. Well, I think, I think it comes down to pace and power again. But I think that ship set. I'm, I'm, that that's a year or two ago, at least. You know, I think uh, he's had injury issues, cruciate ligament. Um, problems. Both needs, yeah. um, I, you know, I think optimum time to buy him was two was two seasons ago, and uh, probably now doesn't represent. He's he, he, suddenly he's you know people have noticed him. He's on other big clubs' radar. He's not value for money £50 now.
3: million pounds for a guy no, that's done no, no, both no. of his knees. Not
4: as good mm. as Anatovich. No, I mean, no way. No way, no way this, But this
3: is why it's so frustrating. The same with Pae, is that it's bad enough losing your best player. Even worse, in January, because it's so hard yeah. to replace. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. However, Phil, it's really encouraging to hear that 10 players. Maybe this is the difference that a director of football has. It's, uh, what's his name? Housios, Huss- yeah, who's yeah, the guy yeah. in yeah. there? Like, it's hopefully also having a plan.
2: manager that knows some people exactly. beyond...
1: Yeah. Britain. Well, obviously, Nasri wouldn't be here if, if it exactly. wasn't. Uh, I exactly. Mean, you know. And
2: the attraction of that, yeah. Drew, I mean, and, that's you know, what we just, also have now yeah. is we have a manager that players yeah. that are good think, like, well, I yeah. can play for this guy. And I'd con- like to play for him. I am
3: concerned about it, but going back to what we were saying before, I do sort of trust uh, Pellegrini and co. To, to, to do at least the best we can in this situation. Yeah.
1: I mean, I th- you know,
2: I think. Um, uh, as long as it's Pellegrini makes a decision. That's well, him and this director of football. I think, which is fine by me. No, but yeah. okay, the two of them. But you know who yeah, I mean. Like, if yes. we can keep Lauren and Hardy out. basically, <laughs> yeah. but it is. Yeah, exactly. uh,
1: but you know, it is exactly. external factors. No matter how good you are, it's like you know the best surgeon in the world can't save someone if they're dying. You know, energy, And yeah. uh, and it's it's uh, the January transfer window is notoriously it is difficult. difficult. And I mean, yeah. you know. You also don't want to, you know, spend a huge amount of money on someone that's a kind of rush buy. I mean, Um, if
4: you're going to do squad, and there's still a bit of squad rebuilding needs to be done, I think phase two... Of the squad rebuild does need to be done, but you do it in the summer. You need to do it in the
3: summer. Unless yeah. we forget those four games in a row that we won was without Mark and Yeah, but it I was Hernandez up front. So actually, if he's back and fit, then maybe he'll see us through to well, the end of the
1: season. Strongly rumored to be
2: going. Is that but right? He needs to,
1: he needs people around him up front. Yeah. You know, he needs that's the word in um, New York
2: City from Fernando, my delicatessen guy downstairs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fernando says Chica's going to Spain. Yeah, that's right. right. I, really. that's um, I mean, we
4: do. I mean. Uh, the, well, selling one of them, but certainly both of them is is not to be contemplated without replacement. And I don't think they would do that without replacements coming in. I would say the one player who you feel hasn't really kicked on and 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 sh- and shown what he can do under the you know hasn't uh, had the Pellegrini effect is Perez. Perez looks—he sticks yeah. the place
2: out. Yeah, I, I'm afraid I he looks—he looks, he looks like a duffer to me. And
4: yet, I had yeah. Arsenal fans telling me, "Oh, I think you've got a bargain there." For four he's mil, he's fine to chance. have on the fringes
3: of the squad. The thing—the yeah. thing with um, if Chicharito and Onatic both go, that's 250 grand a week freed up. So actually, mm. it does—it does—it does arm us in the market at least. You
1: know? Yeah. I mean, I certainly don't know enough about. Sort of, I don't. I don't really watch any european television uh, football on television uh, i mean you know players that we have in in our league um, seems that any player that that is needed by their club it's difficult to prise them away in january yeah. um
3: mitrovic fits the profile but they're not going to let him go are they no
1: i wouldn't have thought I'm so sure i mean i, I like really. you know i like both those fulham I'm guys i'm a big fan like of i, Mitch I, Mitch, I really yeah. liked shirler when he was at chelsea and i was sort of was one of those players that um, for some reason Sort of seems to perform quite well, but but just is sort of he's a, he's a wide
3: player, though. Right. I think Mitrovic is one, one of the closest players out there to um on out he's not as technically gifted, but he's got the nuisance factor and he does score. Mm, uh, mm. But they're not going to let him go because otherwise, you know, no. they're definitely down. No. If there's a
4: lot of talk about this Maxi Gomez bloke, don't know much about Vigo, don't
3: know,
4: and yeah. he's apparently got a buyout clause. And there's there are rumours that that this is the guy that,
3: that used to be at Barcelona. He's a guy
4: called no, Maxi. no, no,
2: no, no. Different. Pellegrini's not going to mess it up. I'm sorry, he's not no, going to mess he, it up. He, he he's created he's awesome. some yeah. momentum. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing, and he is going to deal with it. Even if we lose yeah. both, he's going to deal I, with it, and we're going to pull through.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I trust. That. I'm, I'm also a little bit concerned about the rumors about Obiang because I really do feel oh, we those are, are very strong. Strong. We're short of. Yeah. We're short of legs in midfield, really, aren't we? I mean, yeah, yeah. Him you happy get injury to one though. of those key midfielders now, and then we, we feel, feels, you're like, it's Connor Coventry
1: coming in, isn't I'm it? I'm happy him, but he's him and, he's in, and
3: Noble alternating. He's you know?
1: enormously droppable, though, isn't he, for, yeah. um, for, for West Ham managers. It's strange. It's mm. kind of, you know, uh, yeah. Allardyce dropped him, uh, he got injured under Moyes, um, and Pellegrini sort of feels that he's... Quite rotatable out of the team. It's like he hasn't. It's oddly he's been oddly made not to feel sort of it's super weird, isn't essential. Isn't he had know?
4: a really good game at Southampton and then and then didn't and then didn't In, start the, the next, next game, game. Yeah, and, and, and
1: Snodgrass is not quite his replacement. If you if you imagine um, yeah. the sort of triangle that we've had with he hasn't got um,
2: the slide rule pass, has he? No. Like, He's not got the creativity. <coughs> yeah, not like. quite. I mean, can well, see well, I it
1: mean, I, I think actually, Snodgrass is a good passer of the ball. But no, 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 um, a good passer, but no. there's a
2: creative might be a better. He's, word. but yeah. sometimes he sees something, yeah, be yeah. that, that yeah. and you're like, oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, beautiful.
1: He's often involved in some of those kind of, uh, you know, quite intricate build-ups with a little back heel and a little sort of redirection of He's a continental yeah. technical player you know he's and a, he's also got very strong sort of forward intention he's always thinking forward he he's a classic think spanish sort of center
3: mid you know yeah i think i think but to cosmo's point earlier we've got a squad now and actually one of the consequences of having a squad is that you've got to keep certain players happy with only playing 12 games a year yeah yeah you know and that's tough and the reality is is that if he if he really wants to leave, it sounds like Obiang isn't happy with twelve games. No, a year. no. Same with Chichar like, like if, if, he needs to be happy with twenty games a year. And I think this is just this is this is kind of growing pains. It's a good yeah. problem to have to some extent. Well,
4: if you are going to get to that level where you do have players in every in every position and and you are going to keep them, that's when you need European football because then you're, and cup you're runs them, and cup runs. You
3: know, you you, you look at Man yeah. City. Like, I don't know if you've watched the documentary, but 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 Pep has got a way of making every single player, even the kind of third choice left back, feel like they they've got a role in this, in this like squad. Pellegrini
1: has that as well. I mean, I think yeah. Obiang, you know, Obiang It's serially now with three different managers has been kind of like sort of dropped quite a lot. It feels like, um, you know, Snodgrass, if we were playing with a kind of a, a triangle and then a front three in front of it, Dianne Garner and Snodgrass could sort of both play in that kind of front three. Snodgrass at a push can play in yeah. that sort of the triangle but only if Sort of Obiang and Noble are there as I well. Think you know, goes I think Dieng is
2: still a work in progress, though, Yes, he that's... is. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, he's, yeah. He's, he's getting some yeah. time, and I feel like it's being handled well. He's getting his 20 minutes. He's getting Yeah, the yeah. No, that's is another thing ex- I like but about Cavani. Not... But, he's... A... but yeah, he doesn't
1: he's... have any defensive it, qualities at all, been... whereas Obiang yeah. does. Yeah. Obiang has offensive qualities and defensive qualities. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Ultimately, this is
3: what we're experiencing here: are first world problems. How do you keep the really good player on your bench happy? And I tell you what,
2: isn't it nice? Sound like a football
3: team,
1: isn't it nice for West Ham to be having those problems? Well you know, something we're, something we're having now is the worries about Declan Rice and also the fact that it looks like Arnautovic are leaving are issues connected with how big a club we are. And, sure. uh, you know, you'd sort of think in a couple of years that sort of um, players will think twice before going, this offer is better than what I have now. I can be at West Ham United in sort of what's sort of acknowledged by many as the greatest league in the world in a team that sort of camped out in the top half it doesn't get much better than that unless you're at PSG or Barcelona or Real Madrid you know um, you know and then you will get back to players that are a little bit more like one club men for at least six years or seven years or something do you know what I mean at the moment you know, West Ham is like a kind of stepping stone team. So someone yeah. will, you know put themselves in the shop window, well, play we're for two years.
2: ourselves are a team in transition. That's, what That's we're talking exactly about. exactly. And so yeah, we're up. We've got, when we're steadily, yeah, when we're just outside the big boys on a regular basis. And by that, I think like about three seasons where we're up there. Yeah, you know. Well, well, the then big, the then, big, then and, we're going to be able and to move. The on. big
4: boys situation is 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 also in flux. Is it? The, the, is it a is the transitional stage in. Football at the moment Uh, that you know Liverpool have emerged, haven't they? Through Klopp, but also spending a lot of money as a a real power again. There's Man City who, in terms of spending power, whatever. But below that, um, Spurs. Spurs. Pochettino goes, and uh, uh, how much? How much of the Spurs thing is built on sand? Chelsea, you sense Abramovich, lose, he's, he's had his visa issues and all that, losing interest. There's a slight sense that they're on the wane. And, like the and the their position really in it. the top elite is not set cast in stone. Chelsea I lose Hazard think. and they're Historically, a they're not really a, a, a bigger club than, than than West Ham, really. You're going right back, I don't think.
3: Apart from the kind of Leicester exception, if you want to... Penetrate that top six. There's two things you need. You need a big stadium. Well, we got that now, and and you need the ability to pay a shitload of money. So so it's going to come. There's going to come a time quite soon where West Ham sort of has to make the decision: Are we willing to give someone 200 grand a week? You know, you know. At the moment, I don't think we are. I think we're still in this transition. But the transition's got to have a destination. I don't see it. I don't
2: see it with these owners. I think whoever comes after them might be those people. I think you're right. And and I even say that. For Spurs, and and, and mm. everybody knows what I feel about Spurs, but one has to g- give some credit kind of to somebody somewhere for something, I guess, because they are where they are. But I don't think that setup is ready for that, you know, for that losing buckets of money, like how much money mm. can you throw out the window
3: per second. In a transitional period... Um, when you're on your way to something, actually Spurs really is the model because they're getting the most out of not a huge amount of expenditure. The other... The, the other um, but they kicking on, for, do you know what I mean, from where then they you, are. Then you've got to make... Can't,
2: I can't see how they can get from where they are. It's a glass ceiling.
3: Are. You've got to break through it. I, I read a really fascinating interview with the owner of Wolves because Wolves are a team on, on, on the yes, up as well, are. by the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he was talking about how right now their models are Tottenham Hotspur and RB Leipzig out, out in Germany who kind of rose from nothing to being a top tier club. Mm. Um, but eventually, once you have kind of learned all the things you can learn from those clubs and you make that transition, you've got to decide, right, the destination needs to, needs to be, right, we want to become a Champions League club. And that's where you have to make the decisions. And Levy has been quite reticent at Spurs because of the new stadium yeah. to, to, to cough up on the wages. We're going to have to make that decision at some stage as I mean, well.
1: I think another team uh, that certainly I admire was Everton. They, they, they have apart from a couple of wobbles, uh, flirtations with relegation, feels sort of camped out in the sort of Premier League. You know, we've always sort of said it's kind of three leagues, relegation-threatened, sort of position seven till 12, and then the kind of top six. It feels actually, in a funny way, like until you really go safe, you could sort of at Christmas be like 12th, 13th and possibly get sucked in, you know. Absolutely. You, s- you almost, it feels like rather than a kind of middle section, you really want to make sure you're in the top half, you know, you're a, you're a kind of top half side. I yeah? think that think- 7,
2: 8, now, seven, eight, nine now is a very important group. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's... That's what one's aiming.
1: Yeah, it used for. to be like seven to yeah. twelve or seven to thirteen. No, I think, but it's I think seven, seven,
3: eight, seven eight nine. And 7-8-9, I think right now is is, is, a, is a competition between us, Wolves, <laughs> Everton, yeah. Leicester, maybe Bournemouth. Um, Bournemouth, although yeah, they're on the way in a little bit. They're in the bottom no, half now. Well, injuries. not after watch Saturday, Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, not
2: yeah. after <laughs> this Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, quite.
4: Um, but I think you're right. I mean, uh, you know, over most of the time in in uh, our time in the Premier League, you know, finishing above Everton has been a pretty good benchmark good season, actually. They're, they're, they're pretty close to us in that sense, aren't they? Similar club yeah. in many ways. Uh,
1: now, Cosmo, you've just come back from uh, Manchester. Uh, when we first met you, it was in the uh, uh, championship season.
2: That's correct. And
1: you had a, uh, I suppose, blog, didn't you? It's art H- Daddy, An art blog uh, in which you put up a kind of picture, picture a week. And then you compiled them into an exhibition, which uh, we went to. Yes. Uh, of our... Uh, Pictures of uh, pop art collage style pictures of each game in that season plus extra games uh, cup games and absolutely. Uh, and, and, uh,
2: and that ended up piling into a series of seasons and um, I did it for the last five seasons. At Upton Park, so that championship season, yeah. and then the four seasons, the last four Premiership seasons. So it became, in the end, um, about two hundred and twenty odd. Incredible. I've never exactly counted them because it sounds a bit mental, really, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you up to, man? Sounds brilliant. Yeah. But anyway, but there are two hundred and twenty, some something like the pieces, and yes, I've just been up in Manchester, where I've installed forty of them in the National Football Museum. Brilliant,
1: which is terrific.
2: That is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And
1: uh, it's opened, hasn't it? Uh, the Foot- National opened Football
2: Museum reopened yesterday right? at half past one, so it's back open. I've got to be honest and say my, my old pal and confederate, Jules Baum, um, when he told me about, you know, we should present it to the National Football Museum, I didn't even know there was one. No, I didn't know. But uh, it's now. It used to be in Was it Preston, End
4: yes. for a while. Right. Yeah.
2: So, so yeah. I think they still keep the the archives there. But they're in a very groovy building, smag dab in the middle of Manchester mm. by mm. the Arndale, and you've got a very groovy, high tech building. And uh, I'm there on the on the ground floor. Great. Joel says, think engine room tape gallery. Yeah, yeah. Think think in terms of that. So I've got, I've got turbine room. Sorry, yeah. yeah. yeah, See, I don't even know what that's called. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyway, so yeah. 40 pieces up there. So if anybody's in Manchester... Yeah. Well, as we will be for
4: the game against Manchester United. Well, uh, well for the
2: match, there's a nice spot. That's an obvious thing to... to do, isn't it? Yeah. And, um, we'll do that. And Jules, do that. Jules curated the show and he decided, being as it was the National Football Museum, to try and get as many clubs in as possible. So... um not every club featured in Saturday's in it, but it's a lot of different clubs. Mm. And then there's a couple of doubles. I think I think Man United and Man City, in view of the yeah, location, yeah. get a double. But, but otherwise, there's there's something for everyone. Very good, very good. Congratulations! That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Really Have good.
1: you palled up with any other uh, Hammers fans in New
2: York? Pallied up? Well, a few conversions. Uh-huh, good. And then that's and always
4: good to hear. Yes, yes. Yeah. There's a
2: few conversions. Um, all of which didn't know what they were getting into, but <laughs> now it's too late. <laughs> well, there's of course, absolutely no well, getting out.
1: Our friend Greg, who we go to the games with, uh, yeah. is a New Yorker who followed West Ham from afar and has now and, moved and, to London. And,
2: and in my actual neighbourhood, there's a great Japanese guy and he's completely into it. And both his little boys... Wear the, um, West and Ham. They wear, they wear the stuff. I have to say that they're really on it because his, his youngest boy has got, got an Anderson shirt for Christmas. Nice one. What, really? are the so pubs, represent- what are the
3: pubs now in Manhattan to watch?
2: The pubs are, uh, the, the pub is Smithfield. That's right, yeah. Which is the one, but I don't actually go very often to that um, because I, my kids couldn't go we kind of started doing it at home nice. you know because they couldn't go to the pub in New yeah. York they're very serious about this thing so there's no hiding yeah. in the corner culture well I love no. there
3: actually I got to admit, I, I, when I lived there so I love because you, you start the game start at half seven in the morning so you wake up on a Saturday and you just head down to the, the pub mm. and, and actually it's really fun and you, bango Saturday <laughs> to yeah, some yeah. extent yeah but it's really
2: fun because you got like the West Ham fans in one corner you got the Spurs absolutely. fans in the corner and the banter's always actually quite good mm. absolutely well, well I do a fair amount of watching with my lads at home and that's Kind of become a ritualistic thing. Lovely, you know. But I do get down to Smithfield sometimes. All right, and get lots of comments, though. Lots of banter through the city. All kinds of things. Millwall supporters, Mm -hmm. Crystal Palace, even an Aston Villa copper. NYPD, Aston Villa, and he pulled over, thinking.
4: Thinking your Claret and Blue was
0: well, so I was Villa that? and I yeah, said to his yeah. partner
2: I said do you mean they tell me they let Villa supporters come poppers <laughs> it's in New just, York that's worrying isn't I it said, yeah. that is worrying yeah. that is I yeah. said I bet he can't shoot straight is
3: it no. true
1: that post um, that Black Country film, Lives Matter
2: <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs>
3: oh I like it Phil I like it sharp
1: always thinking
3: <laughs> uh, th- Post um, that silly film, Green Street, or whatever it was called over there, yeah. a lot of people started supporting West Ham because they thought it there, was...
2: I, I did go to a couple of parties where, where, where there were some of these people who seemed to be like... Like nouveau comedy, hooligans. Com- yeah. Completely enamoured with that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in fact, yeah. one of them said to me, have you ever been glassed? <laughs> and I was like, no. Yeah, Showing yeah. my face. Fortunately not. I said, it's a really horrible thing that you don't want to happen to anybody.
1: Yeah, they have a perception of uh, uh, hooligans, don't they? They sort of go, "Oh, you have those hooligans over there." Uh, yeah, right? it, it very there's, much, there's it very much is stuck. Yeah I, mean, yeah,
2: I think because back in the day, it was the only thing they covered. Yeah. But football, growing, 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 100%, growing. Yeah.
3: Do you have a team? Do you
2: follow a team out there? West Ham
3: United, uh, an, an American team.
1: Do you mean okay. football, gridiron and baseball? No, no, no. Like
3: like, in, in the no, in the like no. MLS, MLS. I, no.
2: I, I went twice to um to watch Thierry Henry make less effort than me <laughs> in that very game, <laughs> and I was sitting down.
4: <laughs> the, the, the
2: true difference being how yeah. much he was getting paid. He was yeah. Red and I Bu- was, that Red was paying a little bit of it. Of that, yeah. is that yeah. Red Bulls? He was playing. He for? was playing with the Red Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are, there's some... It was a Red Bulls hit, and you can push those together <laughs> if you want. And, and then yeah. I, got, I got taken by some crazed marketing guy. I, I got given the five-star treatment, me and Charlie, to a, to a man, what you call it, what they called? New York City. New York City. And, you know, and uh, we were in the director's box, everything laid on, living large, eating a meal, watching the game. And you know the bloke said, "What do you think?" I said, "But well, it's not real football, is it?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, anyway, but "Thank you very much." <laughs> Man- I said, "They're Manchester City. You can't rope me into this." Yeah. Atlanta United, I will say, appear to have got it right. The beer is evidently well priced. They've got no old lags in the team. Right. Tickets aren't too expensive. Every game sold out, and they're doing great straight away. Right. Yeah. And and that, that's like straight in. You know, they seem to be. I'm hoping. The way forward for America, which is lots of South and Central American players, yeah, yeah, and no old legs because no, no. this is yeah. what we're suffering. And degrades from. it, doesn't it? Yeah,
3: um, I, I'm really enjoying seeing the rise of, of, of MLS. I think I think that it's going to become. I, I bet in ten years' time, it's going to be a league that kind of football hipsters in the UK genuinely pay attention to, like Sirianne. Yeah. It, yeah.
2: it has a good way to go, but it certainly, certainly can only improve. If that's the kind way of saying it, the yeah. worrying
3: thing is is that all that combined with the fact that a lot of um, young kids are now, rather than going into American football, which is seen as dangerous, are heading over into into soccer. The, the, I think that the, 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 the American national team is going to become really good. The statistic good. is
2: always, and that's yeah, and that's why they're so good in the Ladies' World Cup. And I have to say, like my boys who you've met, you yeah, yeah. Phil and Jim yeah. have met. Um, they grew up playing soccer. With girls, football with girls playing who were good. Yeah, yeah. It was like nothing strange. Do you know what I mean? In pickup games or games that they would go to with their friends, and Sarah's playing, and I hope yeah. she's on. Yeah, it's quite a team. high
1: school game. I, I, I yeah. remember,
3: I remember the first time I played a, a pickup game in New York. Um, there were girls in the team, and I was like, what is going on here? And so I like, was being very patronising and sort of making sure that I didn't sort of tackle them too hard or whatever. And then I was throwing on goal, and one of them two-footed me. Absolutely took Brilliant. me out, and I was
2: like, all right, okay, <laughs> now, I, now I understand. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Time, time to take Come the shin guards off, roll the socks down, and be a man.
4: <laughs> um, the, the West Ham uh, women's team, they, they do seem to be meaning business with this, because they've just signed another two... Um, quite you know experienced international players have not they sat the, the, the south the south korean captain
3: no that way. plays for west ham you're kidding mm. yeah. i missed this is yeah. this still under the charge of jack sullivan yeah. jack sullivan yeah. which yeah. i slightly bad it's a bit weird well, really, he's obviously he? not
1: the manager he's the kind of managing yeah. director so i thought he was the manager no yeah. no he's the managing director yeah oh, um,
4: fine. you know a couple of weeks ago well. they, play, they they play <laughs> arsenal who are running away with the women's super league they they have held them 2-2 at half time and it was quite it was quite tight and, and they, they lost they, it in the second half the and they playing manchester
1: united which which i said this last week and i was pooping Pooed. Well, so they were they're playing them, a but in a
4: different league. There was must have been a cup, must have been a cup game. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, oh, right. Okay.
2: Anyway, so, so I the, was goals, wrong. the girls are very much playing. The kids are very much playing. The statistics are that in the United States, participant-wise. The football, or soccer as they care to call it, is the biggest sport yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's what they yeah. say. I mean, yeah. yeah. statistics, well, there's lies, yeah. damn lies, and whatever, just writing, it's been right big,
1: um It's been big for a long time, just not at any kind of professional level, hasn't it? Because I think high school, yeah. and as a, a sport for girls to play, because I guess they I see gridiron the, as so. The
2: World Cup is is more apparent in New York City now than it is yeah. in London, yeah. like yeah. walking yeah. around the wow. city. Well, I guess it's such an international it's city. Such city. Exactly, yeah, yeah. everybody's there.
1: We've probably got to wrap this up and uh, so it's time for predictions. Looking about um, Bournemouth, yes. It's just hmm. the Bournemouth game, isn't it? Cup games the following weekend. Yes, it but is. But we'll have done one of these. we we'll have done one way. of yeah. these. Yes. So yes. Bournemouth, what do we think? Um they they they've been having a slightly tough time and you know if you're having a tough time who you should play uh West Ham but um that's you know, the old West Ham. That's yeah. the old that could be the old West Ham. Yeah, yeah. We uh we quite like it on the road, don't we? We've uh you know we've done a job. Uh yes, um, apart from Burnley, we've yeah, been Burnley pretty good. Was, uh, yeah. You know,
3: we, we Burnley saw, was a horror show, wasn't it? A bit of a uh, blip. Absolute yeah. horror show, yeah. We there. Yeah.
4: No, fancy I, I, you. I yeah. could, yes. <laughs> Sounded like you know. Go. Even
1: though we're able to rotate, yeah. not in every position. Now it was actually, the proverbial bad day at the office, wasn't yeah, it? It yeah. was a, I think, yeah. a bit of fatigue had sort, of yeah. You know, sort yeah. of yeah set in, and you know, the Southampton game was only a couple of day, days before. Yeah, it. no, yeah. they looked tired. I, yeah. I saw yeah. it on the box. And they yeah. looked tired. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a poor performance, wasn't it? The Southampton was great. Mm. Um,
4: um, well, I, I hopefully I. I, I I can see us not losing this, um, but I am going to go... I, I, they're they're quite a tricky team to, to, to play. Yeah. They're good yeah, down yeah. there, aren't they? they um
1: are. yeah, I'm going to go 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two.
4: Yeah.
1: We we went there and uh, Arnautovic pulled a goal or two back, and didn't we go to 2-2, two, two, and, and then, then they, they got ha- a late Well, win. Callum Wilson
4: handled it in, didn't he? Right, yeah, it's a they late no, Equaliser, a late equaliser. It was a late equaliser. We'd gone 3-2 oh,
1: right. up, yeah. 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 Um, what are you going to say what are you saying 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two. yeah I was sort of thinking draw maybe 1-1 I
3: say. was going to say 2-2 two, two as well but I'll say 3-2 to us because I think Callum Wilson's injured um, and I think if Arnautovic plays he'll want to he'll prove something yeah.
2: absolutely 2-1 or 3-2 to us 2-1 you can
1: have 2-1 alright so there we are uh, that's it for this week's Stop Hammer Time my name has been Phil Whelans and with me this week have been as always Jim Grant cheerio um, Benji Laniardo goodbye goodbye fam Fan blood. And joining us this week, Cosmo Vinyl. Until the next time, come on, you irons. Stop Hammer Time is backed for this season by Ladbrooks.
3: This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast
0: at westhampodcast.com.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.